0: Welcome to The Stack, a weekly podcast where we discuss the latest in the world of marketing, sales, and tech. I am your host for this week, Ryan Sylvester.
1: And I am Tim Staberski. Hi, Tim. As usual. Um,
0: Today, hang on, let me get through the right, first. Right. Today is Thursday, April 4th, 2019, and we are coming to, as always, from Pepperland Marketing Studio here in Cheshire, Connecticut for episode number
1: 48. 48? Yep. Almost 50. What are we going to do for, for
0: number 50? I don't know. We should have... But didn't we need a balloon oh for sure didn't, at least one what did google just celebrate uh, their
1: 15th birthday of gmail was no, that no, is no, that what no, no,
0: i'm saying we did an episode where they were 21 or no 20 i can't remember I don't remember yeah i don't remember
1: but i just i, I don't know about you but i've been getting a lot of notifications in my
0: gmail that gmail just turned i believe 15 is a part of our <laughs> uh part of our lightning round for this episode as well well there we go there we go um How's your week going, Tim? My week is
1: going well. Just to fill you guys in on on, on why why Ryan is host this week. Host because um Sean the jerk is in Iceland. The jerk, yep, sending us regularly, sending us updated um up little updates and photos of the Aurora Borealis and igloos and polar bears and just like
0: having such a good and, time, yeah. No, it's I good, might be though. confusing
1: Iceland and Antarctica I was gonna a little say, bit, but either way, it looks beautiful. I'm jealous, and here we
0: are. <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Glorious Connecticut, waiting for Sean to get back. Yeah. but
1: but yeah, my week is going. It has been a busy week. Um, mm. how about you, Ryan?
0: It's been, it's been, it, it's <laughs> it has been a week. Um, but no, we have some exciting stuff to go through today. Um, I feel like uh, we tend
1: to have big news weeks and then quiet news weeks like that's yeah. a pattern yeah and it's been kind of a quiet news week um largely there's there's a couple of interesting updates but not anything like huge this week i feel mm-hmm. like last week and the week before it was especially with those those recent algorithm updates those were pretty big um
0: yeah we're still kind to, of seeing the, the the result of that algorithm update in some of like it, yeah, just for sure, in some of our for clients. Sure.
1: um but anyway what you know Here's what caught our eye this week. Um, am I up first? You're first, yeah. I yeah. am up first. We just decided this uh before we started the episode, so I shouldn't have
0: had to ask that. And to quote Tim, Sean would be upset if we didn't include this. I, so. I firmly believe <laughs> so. that
1: Sean would be upset if we didn't include this. So no, I, I Sean, I hope you're listening. I think, I think hope it's cool. You agree that this was a good choice. Um, but something that caught my eye just today, which I believe is actually launched. Uh, what day is It's it the fourth. It was launched on Tuesday, the second, is Masterful Mobile Web. Um, this is a new tool and or resource, I guess. Like I research like resource. More, I
0: feel like it's it's more of a resource. Yeah.
1: Um that Google launched, they um they what it consists of is they they conducted an analysis of, I'm forgetting the number, but the 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 websites That get some of the most visits across the internet.
0: Um, They just said over a thousand. Over a thousand of the most visited, most visited sites across retail, finance, and travel. There we go. And what they did
1: was they, because because of the shift in um, more and more people accessing the internet and doing searches on mobile, they analyzed how these sites perform according to certain key mobile usability. Issues and metrics. Um, I believe the the I mean, the, there's a there's a number of individual metrics, but the the big buckets that they sort of um, uh, broke things down into are. Did you, you want to go?
0: It's um. Well, I, have, I think it's have it's findability, product it, pages, registration, and conversion, mobile design, and speed.
1: Yeah, I mean, and they're they're the big things. You know, like findability. It's you know how easy is it for someone on your site to find what they're looking for and to get to the most appropriate page. Um, for product pages, it's like, you know, is your product page designed in a way that provides all of the information that someone needs to know whether or not they want to make a purchase or, you know, is it bad <laughs> um, for registration and conversion? That's around, like, how easy are forms to um, complete and fill out? How how easy, you know, are, are forms responsive? Do they all fit on the on the page? How easy is it for someone to actually, how easy, simple, and safe? Is it for someone to complete those forms?
0: I saw, uh, this is kind of, uh, talking to the mobile design, I saw a Reddit thread over, I don't even know what day it is, to be honest with you, so it might have been over the weekend, it could have been yesterday, that was talking about um picking the right keyboard for your forms. And it just like totally, sp- I i had never considered that before. But yeah, I just, no, that's I interesting. I just threw it in there, just yeah. real quick. but
1: um Mobile design, you know, obviously are, are your pages mobile friendly? Are they responsive? Are they, are images, are, are, are uh, components large enough? Can you, know, can you X out the little pop-up forms easily? Things like that. And then of course, speed, I feel like we're a broken record. We're talking about speed yeah. every other week on the, sh- okay, every week every on the week. show, every week on the show, every other sentence out of our mouths in the office. Um, speed is just so important, especially over mobile. Um, but this resource, it's super cool. You can you can dive into the the data that they've gathered by um, by industry, whether that is retail. Um, I know Ryan just said it, but I, retail, travel, or finance, um, or whether it is by um, region. So like you can choose from um, like Europe, Middle East, and Africa, or individual countries like Israel, Japan, the United States, things like that. It's really cool. I can't wait to play around with this um, more myself, just to see what. Google's gathered. I mean, it's largely in my mind it's largely just going to confirm what we already know. Um these are all really important considerations when you're talking about a, a running a business in the 21st century. I forgot which century we were in. Um <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. And it's, it's been that week. It's been that kind of a week. Yeah. But if I mean if you are if these are the things that Google analyzing like this is what they're choosing to look at when they're analyzing the thousands of websites that they analyze in this report that means that they are clearly important in the eyes of google which means that they're clearly ranking factors which means that if for no other reason you should be thinking about them as such Mm -hmm. Um, regardless they are things that you should just already be thinking of because the better experience someone has on your site the better the more, the more likely they are, they are to purchase. be, a customer. yeah. Oh, I mean, it's just it, it's, we almost linked up right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, link building. Uh, mm-hmm. um, it's a uh, god. That was corny. Um, pretty straightforward, but it just reinforces, you know, why they're important. Um, so yeah, check out the tool. Uh, the SERP resource. resource. Forgetting what we want to call it. Um, check out the resource use it to benchmark yourself. If if you happen to be in one of those industries, like you can check your how you, how you perform against those and you know know like, okay, these are we're really good at this compared to everyone else. Let's double down there and let's improve elsewhere and we're gonna be rock stars. Right. Or if you're finding that you are just as bad in certain regard as everyone else in your industry, use that as as an incentive and as as a way to, to move forward and to really get yourself um get yourself into that blue ocean
0: cool yeah i think so i <laughs> no, think so no i like so. it yeah uh something that the out this week this is titled why am i seeing this we have an answer for you this is coming from uh the facebook news newsroom <laughs> blog Sorry. um each uh so when you log on to facebook tim i'm sure you see ads and like sponsored content that's related to probably cats cats um i i see lots of um
1: this is actually not a joke uh because for a long time um and possibly still even now my um my facebook my my birth date on facebook was set to like 1929 um so i very regularly was getting ads for like senior dating plus and for like, awesome, s- like s- like nursing home. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's uh, I haven't seen that so much anymore. I think it's because I changed my birthday. But anyway, yes. So, so cats in old age,
0: right? So you could have fixed that with Facebook's new feature. So basically, um, this is in your newsfeed. I actually just tried it out for the first time right before the podcast. And if you go to a sponsored piece of content or an ad, and you click in the top right-hand corner where those three little bubbles are. Uh, at the bottom of that drop-down menu, it'll say, why am I seeing this? And it will actually give you reasons why. The one that I clicked on didn't give me a bunch of reasons why, but if you belong to a certain group um, or you're friends with a certain person that has interests in, in something, that might trigger an ad, and it will actually give you a breakdown of the reasons why you're seeing what you're seeing, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, um, it, It's cool for the user, but it's also cool for an advertiser. And I'm not sure just because it's so new and I haven't seen a lot of other things pop up, but I, I'm interested to see how this will correlate back to Facebook advertising and maybe it'll give you a hint like, Hey, this person, you know, decided not to see this ad, um, you know, consider changing your age group or location or whatever. Um, yeah. so I think it it could come back to that, but, um, this feature kind of gives a little bit of power back to the user, I think, and it's a, a, a little endeavor by Facebook to show a little bit more transparency, maybe. Yeah, that's that's kind of the user side, not so much as the marketer side. I think the user side is you, you're getting more you're you're getting more power, and marketing you're getting more power, but in the sense that you can um, target your audience a little bit better and get some more hints, hopefully.
1: Yeah, and I mean, this is something that it's always existed in some form on facebook that you've always been able to find sort of like the the reason like oh you're seeing this ad because you're on this list right that this market like you're in this marketers uh this this company's list um it's always been a little more hidden it's taken more effort to get to so yeah. I, I do think elevating it making it a little more transparent
0: because this was previously didn't they say this was previously rolled out in like 2014 I think so. yeah, I don't remember exactly
1: one, but it's definitely been around for a while, so the
0: why am I seeing this ad tool was previously launched in twenty fourteen, but now it's giving users like specific reasons why, yeah. but the example that I brought up in the in the beginning was I clicked on an ad and it was it said this company's trying to reach users between eighteen and twenty yeah. four and I was like, okay, well, that's not it's not a great reason, but okay, <laughs> you know what I mean at least at least it's giving me something, so I think it's kind of cool. I, I I think that, um, as it develops and becomes even more, uh, robust, I think is the word. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, it'll give more and more hints to marketers and, and hopefully help with the advertising stuff. Well,
1: I mean, and I think, uh, forget, uh, forgive correct me, correct me. I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but that, that, there's also a way to like, if you don't want to see ads like that, you can opt yourself out. Correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, which sounds like a bad thing. Maybe Mm -hmm. like you're thinking like, well, why, why do we want to let people do that? But ultimately, honestly, if someone doesn't want to see your ads like the ones that you're giving, it's better to just let them opt out. because Otherwise, like you're just wasting money. Right. Frankly, um, serving someone ads that they don't want to see or that they're not going to click on. So in that regard, it's like, yeah, audience might go down a bit depending on how much people actually dig in and start to, to say no to certain ads. But, um, well, I think that's engagement could go up. It's, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a sort of think about it from, know, from a holistic point of view. And I think that's why, you know, tools like HubSpot automatically generate an unengaged contact list because why yeah. bother sending things to people that aren't going to click on it anyways?
1: Yeah. And I mean, just in general, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So
0: check it out. It's pretty. Try cool. it out. It's cool.
1: Um, and the last article that caught my eye ri eyes today or this week is uh it it's how to optimize for google rich search results uh which was this was written by Miranda Miller for search engine journal um and it, you know this is something we've talked about a lot or not a lot but we've we've talked about it in the we, past yeah, on the have. show um You know, the the search, rich search results, it's always such a mouthful. Um, They've been around for a while now. Um, They come in a lot of different uh, formats, Um, but there are things you can do to optimize your content for them to increase your likelihood of... Becoming... Yeah, like being pulled into the mix. Um, And, you know... generally speaking um the best way to do that is just to follow google's structured data guidelines
0: it's going to give it's going that's yeah. going to get you like 90% of the way there um but but i think that the other big part of that is just looking for clues Yeah, i don't I mean, think that every I, I i kind of outline it in, specifically in the show notes but not every search query is going to give you a featured snippet right off the bat it, there's potential that one could turn into including a featured snippet but um I know that we've we've done this before, and we'll have an article that might rank three or four on a certain uh, search engine results page, and the uh,
1: but it'll it'll the, it'll be the pulled for snip, feature the featured snippet.
0: The featured snippet is showing a bulleted list when we have no bulleted list in our, and if we quickly transition to a yeah. bulleted list, we get pulled into the featured snippet.
1: Yeah, there's like there's generally speaking, this is a it, it, this is a great article. Um, gives you
0: quick tips
1: um, that you can you know use to, to try to optimize your content. But um the like Ryan said, the single best thing to do is, you know, if you're targeting a certain keyword or a certain search, do that search. Take a look at what is currently well first take a look and see what the the, the search results page looks like. Does it include a featured snippet? Does it include a, an image carousel? Does it include video XYZ? Yeah. Um, and if it yeah. does. And it's not yours <laughs> if you're not if you're not already featured in in those things. Think about ways to build that kind of content into your content, whether that is a bulleted list or whether that is a video embed or a gallery of images or whatever. Um, you know, optimize your your alt text for images. Optimize your alt text for or or, or
0: uh, what are you trying to say? Uh, <laughs>
1: make sure you're including a transcript for your video oh, if you're uploading oh, oh, it to oh, okay. youtube um if the featured snippet is a bulleted list include a bulleted list if it's a num- if it's numbered with steps try maybe try numbering your n- numbering with steps if it's just straight paragraph text you know, how long is the text is it 160 characters or is it towards the longer side of 320 characters try to mimic what you're what you're seeing but make it better and clearer and you're likely to be rewarded for it. Just, I mean, general guidelines. But um, this is a good place. This article is a good place to start. For sure. It's pretty actionable. Yeah. I don't know why I said that like that. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Um, I think that's on the app of the week. Yes. Now, the app I was trying. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, before I'm, I'm you say anything. To, all right. I was trying. Because Sean is away in Iceland, I was going to surprise him with a nice sound effect. But I just did not have the time to make it. Yeah, we, we, we decided that it was not the best
1: use of our time, um, but soon, one day soon, yeah. we will have an App of the Week sound effect uh, and also a lightning round sound effect. I feel like App of the Week has to be more of a jingle.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. But it'll, it'll happen, everyone. It will happen.
0: Uh, anyway, App of the Week, I don't know how you is it. Yeah, anyway. Is it EKO or do you, do you sound it out? I believe it's EKO. Okay, EKO Studio. And basically what this is, I had a little time to play around with it, and I think it's really cool. It is. It it's is. It's basically a video. It's an It's like a uh, uh s- storyline <laughs> made with video. It's how an, do I say this? It's okay, so what what
1: what EKO Studio lets you do is build interactive videos. Um so essentially it's you know it's a video and at certain points. Within the video, you present the reader with choices or options. And when they click on option A versus option B, they get two different videos. Yeah, the follow with the video that they then see is different. It's tailored to what they chose. Um, I've been seeing it a lot on BuzzFeed. I go on BuzzFeed late at night when I'm trying to fall asleep and I watch stupid cat videos. But I've been seeing it a lot there. Um they're they're kind of experimenting with it and playing around with it, but there's a lot of use cases for businesses. There's lots of use cases for um, for marketers like us. It's just it's, it's cool and it's, it's yeah. fairly easy to use it's It's a matter of you record the the different video segments, you know however many there are. you um, build out this storyboard with the different branching logic within within the software. is it software or is it a web-based?
0: It's web based. Web
1: based. Yeah, I forgot Um, because I was looking at a different tool that was software. Um, You plug them in and you make you know you 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 let it go. I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward. It's It's really really, no,
0: it's really straightforward, easy to use. And I think um, we were kind of talking about certain use cases. And one of the ways you could do this is if you know that you have you know a visitor to the website that's returning or or whatever, and you can send them a quick video asking them you know, hey, do you have this kind of problem or is this more important? And based on what they decide, you can kind of lead them into a direction of possibly one of your services. And you can really understand where people are coming from uh, in, in an interactive video-based way, which I think would appeal to a lot of users.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the reason, the reason that this is such a... The reason this exists mm. is because people like... Interactivity. Videos, yeah. Well, they like videos and they like interactivity, and interactive videos is kind of an interesting. Nice marriage between the two. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's let's say you have a landing page on your. Let's say you you're a business that offers um, a number of different services. You 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 you're you are a restaurant. All right, that's maybe maybe a bad. I was, yeah, you're a restaurant that offers takeout, um, catering, and like big time cater, like weddings and stuff. You could have a landing page that's asked has a it consists of a video, and it's like, well, you know, what are you looking for? And it's like, I'm I'm hungry now. I'm planning a birthday party, or I'm planning a 500 person wedding. Wedding. Yeah. The person clicks on that, and it's funneled along. They make choices, and then by the end of it, they have an they have a little spit out like, okay, here's what something like that might cost. If you're interested. Yeah. And in that way, it's um it could be a way to sort of um yes i'm, I'm blanking on words um qualify it's a way of qualifying mm. leads and sales it's a way it could be a way of channeling someone to the right support member for example if if you have a number of issues uh, like a number of different teams involved it's just there's it's cool yeah it there's Lots a lot of, use of different case. use yeah, cases a lot of, i'm excited to play around with it yep I wanted to surprise Sean myself with an example
0: of We it. had lots of plans. We have a lot of <laughs> we plans. We had lots it, of plans. They just didn't all happen. Work out week. in the way. Um, but check it out. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Lightning round time? Lightning round. All right. Um, so in this section, we quickly run through some of the other updates that we didn't have enough time to dive deep on, but we still feel are noteworthy. Number one, Google Assistant is not disclosing that some search results are ads.
1: Yeah, I know. You were real
0: upset when I- I, I,
1: I it, Like, I obviously, I understand that Google makes money off of ads. That's what it does. Yeah. I mean, other stuff too, but that's a big, that's a huge yeah. part of what it does. Um, But it's, you know, I don't know. It's a little concerning just because-, because I don't what? know if what- for a couple of reasons. One, you're just used to there being disclosed a, a disclosure when you're seeing an ad. You see the little yellow or yeah, green very true. or whatever ad very thing true. at the top of search results. Um, like it, you're used to it. So if you take that away, and you're not being told that it's an ad, you're going to trust it as though it's the what deserves to be at the top of the right. list. Um, so that's that's point issue one. The other point issue, and this is just me going on a weird psychological bent, bend here is voice in general is a very intimate way of communicating compared to reading something on, on text or viewing something on the screen. Like you are being told something from a voice that sounds like a comforting woman that you know, be maybe, maybe no, I don't know. Like it's, it's just, it, it's very human. Mm-hmm. It's not machine. Um, but it is, but it, well, but it is, but if you take away like it it lowers your defenses a bit, makes you a little more inclined to kinda of take something at 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 its word. Right. Um, take away that disclosure and you're just primed to possibly be taken advantage of. I believe that this is something that they're working out. They're trying to just figure out what that disclosure would look like. I hope, I think. Um not really something for us to be super worried about in the in the moment.
0: Um, but just from a consumer standpoint, yeah. I don't like it. Well, end rant. (laughs) Number two, how to choose the best platform for a new website. This was on the brain just because of the type of things we're doing this week. Um, But yeah, it kind of goes through. It talks about WordPress, Shopify, and and all that other stuff. So it's a cool guide if you're thinking about building, changing, whatever. I recommend WordPress. Yeah. Anyways. I like it. Google Ads Keyword Planner now allows up to 10 seed keywords. Good. Cool. More. More is better. Nineteen advanced Google Sheet tips for content marketers, SEO reporting, and more. I looked into this; it was pretty cool. But yeah, Yeah. I know all the tricks in Google (laughs) Sheets. Gmail turns fifteen. We mentioned that, uh, which sounds crazy to me, but I
1: feel like Gmail's been around a lot longer than fifteen years. Um, Same. Actually, no. Now that I think about it, you know what? My 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 uh, college would have been fourteen. Yeah, which I was on <laughs> my first email was on AOL.com. Yep. Same. Uh Dark Prophecies spelled incorrectly. But <laughs> an F instead of is a P. Ac- oh it accurate? is. It's it's my uh it's my login for like any account that I don't. Like, Interesting. Uh, yeah. Um but and then in college, I, I thought we had a Gmail account, but I forgot. We didn't. We we used uh well, God, it was called PeopleSoft. It was a very it was a it was a email client, kind of like built for universities, and it's kind of, most, I believe, mostly was it done was it a with part of Microsoft? Not as far as I'm aware of. No.
0: All right. Yeah.
1: Anyway, that's unrelated. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: last one: HubSpot, March 2019 integration roundup. Yeah,
1: and this is just you know HubSpot's regularly adding new tools and integrations to their their uh, ecosystem of partners, um, and this is just a nice little roundup of, of some of the the things they've added the past month Um, just very quickly we're looking at plus this which is a library of um, add-ons you can use to create different strategies for your marketing automation software Um, WooTrick, which helps you improve customer experience and create an army of brand advocates Uh, i'm quoting the article these are not my words um max g which is an ai-powered marketing and sales insight and recommendation engine um, phone wagon, which allows you to see your contacts, phone calls, listen to call recordings, and create new contacts, and um, attentive, uh, integromat. Sorry, attentive and integromat, which are two two last last ones.
0: Cool. Yeah, I kind of trailed off there. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> that was a little quiet, but we'll fix that in post. <laughs> um, if you like the show and want to leave us a review, head over to iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play Music. We have some stuff on YouTube. um, And feel free to tweet us. Say hi. And uh, we'll be coming at you next week when Sean is back from the Land of Ice. Yeah. We'll catch you then. All right. Deuce. (laughs)